0: It's January 6, 2009. I'm Mike Benedetti. This is Five Way to Show About Worcester. Here today at Union Station with Brendan Malekin. Good morning. Brendan, what are you reading there? (laughs) Inside Worcester Magazine. Really? Wow. Yes, you can actually get this at Ben Franklin Books, where I picked this copy up. And we'll be talking about this a little bit later. Also, we'll be talking about uh, people who you should be watching out for. But first, do you want to talk about some Worcester news? I'd love to. I think last night at the City Council meeting, there was a bunch of... uh, stuff that almost happened that didn't happen that got put off. Um, I'll tell you the Worcester news based on what people told us on Facebook. Um, there's one story uh... Rio Cop faces trial and shooting of Worcester man. Do you know that you've been following the story? Oh,
1: well but yeah, this is my buddy Joe Martin with uh, I grew up with Joe. So, oh really? Yeah, uh, I think we talked about this before. He'd been down in in Brazil uh, teaching English as a second language, uh, down there or English as a I guess as a second language. but. Um, I, and he got into an altercation with an off-duty police officer, I think it was about three years ago now, and shot yeah, and killed. It's 2007. Um, yeah, it um, was But it's been uh, an ex- exceedingly long process f- for the family to push for a trial of the officer who was involved. Again, it was off-duty and carrying a weapon illegally. It was a very strange situation. Uh, and it looks as though they're actually going to have a trial now in March. Um, see what happens. It's, it's tough to tell whether or not... Uh, They are holding a trial simply to appease uh, the human rights activists who have been concerned about bringing the Olympics to Rio uh, next time around um, because of the number of violent incidents involving police officers and civilians um, or if they're actually looking to honestly prosecute somebody for wrongdoing. But time will tell. Well, that
0: was one of the stories. The (coughs) other suggested stories, one was to mention... um, that uh, there's been a little bit of a thing about the, the Worcester bus system not running Planned Parenthood ads apparently because someone who's on the board of directors of the bus is concerned that, uh, about running religious ads on the bus and it was pointed out to her by, uh, by uh, Diane Williamson that Planned Parenthood was not a religious organization Look at this, it's Drew Wilson walking by at How's it going, Drew? It's going good. What's going on with Worcester's uh, vegetarian renaissance this week?
2: Let's see, um, there's some exciting news about the VegFest um, let's see, so the organizing is really picked up and at this point we have um, a working a working, um, set up for the Veg Fest. It's going to be on April 17th in um, the next week or so. Um, we'll have an announcement about the location, the time, and all that stuff. Um, let's see, some exciting news. John Camp from Vegan Outreach is going to be giving a talk. Um, he travels the country and he gives out flyers and talks at colleges about veganism and factory farming. So he's one of our our confirmed speakers, which is kind of exciting to have him come out to Worcester. Looks like we're going to be having quite a few national level speakers talking about vegetarianism and animal rights at our event. Um, yeah, so awesome. I'm psyched about it. A ton of people are coming out of the woodwork to help with it, too. The meetings are getting bigger. Every Tuesday, we have them. Um, the next one's going to be at Clark University. We've been doing them so far at just one of our members' houses, but um, now we're going to move to a space that's maybe a little more welcoming for people who, I don't know, can come out to a university, but maybe would be a little weirded out about going to someone's house they don't know. But yeah, that's really exciting. I don't know, let's see, what else?
0: Is there a, there isn't, isn't there a macaroni and cheese contest? Are we going to talk about this?
2: Yeah, actually, well, this weekend, there's the Buddha Hut Buffet. It's a vegan buffet at Buddha Hut, which is in Chandler. <coughs> they right. do a fundraiser for Veg Worcester every month. Um, we're using the money to raise money for the VegFest, which has surprisingly a significant budget that we need to fill. So that's this weekend, which I'm psyched about. And then coming up at the end of the month, there's we're having a... The Mac Daddy competition, which is a vegan mac and cheese uh, bake-off uh, or cook-off, depending how you want to make your your oh. vegan mac and cheese. But yeah, there's a flyer up on Veg Worcester, and maybe uh, maybe I'll come by to another 508 when we're closer to that for more details about that. Should be a blast.
0: So. Well, I'm glad that we just happened to run into mm-hmm. you spontaneously. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. It seems like that happens a lot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, uh, if you want to sit down, you can sit down. I, I wanted to mention. Um, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about whatever's going on. Uh, there was another thing about um, the Salvation Army on Sunday. They ran an article in the paper about uh, how well paid the officers, who are the people who direct the Salvation Army, uh, in Worcester, how well paid they were. Especially the people, who the couple who ran the thrift store and the adult rehab. There was a quote in there that that the person, one of these couples, said uh, that they had moved out of the city into Holden. Uh, to a nice house in Holden, it said, the major said that city schools are not acceptable for the children of Salvation Army officers, which sounds like a, an outrageous statement. In fact, Kate Toomey, a city counselor, uh, put up on her Facebook that she made her feel like she didn't want to give money, money to the Salvation Army anymore. So I thought that was an interesting uh, thing of the week. Anything else going on? We haven't really done a show in about a month. It's we're been a long time, so yeah, I think there's a lot going on. But, uh, we're going gonna, to we're gonna, we're gonna take another... Three-week break after this because I got to go down to DC, Duke, Guantanamo stuff. Important stuff. If, if Barack Obama would just close that place down, we could do <laughs> you get shows. Get back to a regular schedule. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so There's Brandon. <laughs> Brandon, <of inside coughs> this is an
1: amazing stock for this paper. This, the, like, the actual paper for this paper.
0: I tell you, I have I have a lot of I have a lot of complaints with this paper for later in the show, but and part of it ties into this stock. Okay. Well, I wanted to talk about the Pulse magazine.
1: Uh, this is, you know, it may have just left, you know. think it just left. Yeah, a train just left. I don't know if it was your train, but a uh, train okay. just left. All right, Drew. Uh, Drew, we always
0: talk about the Pulse magazine on this show in two respects. One is that we we point out that the Pulse is not uh, is not aimed at uh, anyone in the demographic of people who appear on this show. Uh, we often point this out so that it's sort of hard for us to criticize the Pulse because it's not really supposed to be appealing to us. And second of all, that everyone who ever appeals on this show ends up sooner or later on the Pulse ones-to-watch list. Mm-hmm. It's Sort of a surveillance thing that they do. And in fact, this, this year, I am the one on the list. Uh, in the past, Brandon's been on the list. Chacha's been on the list. Um, <clears throat> I sort of wanted to talk about this uh, in too much detail, as we always do. Especially because the Telegram and Gazette, their sort of historical analysis of the Pulse ones-to-watch list, mm-hmm. I think very superficial. facile. Ba- I would call it facile. Mm-hmm. We do sophisticated analysis on this show. Sophisticated.
1: Very sophisticated.
0: So the list started in 2005. And um, uh, they used to do 25 to watch. In 2006, they did 26 to watch. And they cut it down to, to uh, 10 to watch now. But I sort of wanted to go through the, the people who've been on the list and just try to get a sense of, uh, I don't know, both whether people. Whether they were worth watching? Whether they were worth I don't know. Is there a curse of the ones to watch list? Is the ones to watch the list, uh, you know, accurate, inaccurate? So in 2005, we have... Andrea Agimian, <coughs> uh filmmaker,
1: has made a film since then. Ed Augustus, senator, still senator? No, uh, living up in California, uh, not sure what he does now. Really? He's still involved in politics, but yeah, I think he's out on the West Coast now. Man, so Ed, Ed, Ed Augustus... He's in education out there, but in a, for, in a political sense. Uh, He's been driven out of the city by being on this list.
0: Joe, Joe Peterson, Peterson, tattoo artist. Nick Revel of Downhill Battle, doesn't live in the city anymore, still works on Participatory Culture Foundation and other internet projects. Monica Maldonado, a model and student. Brendan Robichaud, Club 7. Jennifer Agbay of Passau. Milton Valencia, since, has since left the TNG to go work in Boston. Oscar Cologne. Vincent Padoni. He's still a state rep. Yeah. All right, so he, he's on that list. It's worth looking. Joff Smith. There's so many people cursed to become politicians after being on this list. Joff <laughs> Smith was on the year before he was elected city council, but he was elected city council. Ali Rayel, um, a soccer player. Don Hartman, Peter Capucha. If you want to talk about any of these people mentioned, go ahead and interrupt. Antonio Savino, Kate was an interesting
1: one Because he was uh, behind the old... <clears throat> um, uh, Wormtown Nightlife was the name of the website. Yeah. It, it, you know, it may have been something that was just too early for its time, uh, maybe too, too advanced for Worcester, because it seems like there were a lot of people trying to do exactly what he had done, organizing people online for the purposes of local marketing and what have you. And it seems like there's always people trying to do that. And each each attempt seems to gain a little bit more steam and become a little bit more profitable for, for the organizers, but uh, Peter uh, was someone that was kind of early on that boat, and um, and maybe it just was ahead of its time. There you go. still worth watching. (laughs) Awesome. Uh, DJ Steve
0: Wright, Tim Smith, Guy Glotus. He's continued his political... He's doing... He just had just been elected sheriff when he was on this list. Uh, Larry Lopez, Mike L- Lanava. I think still around
1: with. Um, he, Mike was really involved with the debates this year through the Chamber of Commerce. Um, still worth watching. Uh, Very good. And I think he's also watch probably watching the show. <laughs>
0: Jeremy O'Connor and Tony
1: Tyen, Nathan Harris, Katie Kroc
0: Joe Scully. Joe Scully's watching this show. Got to watch Joe Scully. Possibly. At least Joe Scully has told me he's watched this show. So there you go. Joe Scully. Uh, I mean, I don't know. It's Joe Scully. He's the last guy of uh, two thousand five, two thousand six. We got twenty six to watch. Jimmy Kang, Duncan Arsenault, still uh, Duncan Arsenault still doing his thing. Still doing his thing. Michael Grimo, Nate Riando, A.J. Andrioli, Colleen Clarkson, uh, Nic- Nicole Luparelli, and Lanny Schulbaum. Karen Plum, has, I think
1: she's not writing in Worcester anymore. Has she left Worcester? Uh, no, she doesn't live in Worcester. Um, she <coughs> lives in Maine now, uh, still doing freelance, maybe in this area at some point. But she had written okay. some great stuff after she was someone to watch. I don't know if the this list is what uh, set her on that path.
0: <laughs> this, this, that's the thing. I guess if people are worth watching enough, the
1: chance of them drifting out of town to something
0: greater is, uh, is big. Miriam Hyder, Tim Murray, real controversial choice. Colin Novick, panelist on this show. Definitely, always. Mingo Giton, Great drummer. Doug Chapel, fixing to leave the city. Bitter. <laughs> always threatening to leave. Tyra Penn, probably his cab's out there front right now for all I know. Stephen P. Chase, Chris Tremblay, Eric Tapley. We should get Doug on the show before he leaves to, to sort of vent if he's actually really going to leave. Stephen Donovan, Ariel Philiberti, Rebecca Herskowitz. Rich Domaleski. This is a huge pile of paper, by the way. Matthew Irish, Julie Tremel. Is Julie Tremel still in Worcester? Worcester um, News
1: tonight? I think so. I have no idea.
0: Rob Newton. Rob Newton has left Worcester. Has he really? I think so. Hasn't no, he? I haven't seen, seen him. him in a long time. So I I, remember awesome. I talked. This is this is how much we know. I talked to Rob a couple of years ago, though. He was fixing to move out to the North Shore or something. Mm. Um, you know, so he used to have. I mean, he used to have. You know, the the great Starship Video Store, which he yeah. probably sold at just the right time, because just as the video store was becoming obsolete by Netflix and whatever, mm-hmm. you know, the really cool video store was becoming obsolete. Right. Like Rob sold the place to Hollywood Video. Mm-hmm. You know. And kind
1: of focused know. on the Mass
0: Bay Film Project. They're Mass Bay Film Project, right. now, now no longer in Worcester, probably. no. Dominic Grio. And there you go. Um, that was 2006. 2007. <laughs> <laughs> Ali Bombs. <Sweet>. Hail, yeah. <laughs> Allison Kennedy. Allison is still in Worcester doing stuff. Paul Belcito. Brandon, Brandon Melikan. Who's that guy? Cultural, cultural ambassador. Um, you were on this because you were part of the cultural. You were part of the cultural commission. I was. Yeah. I, I think that's why I was on there. I don't. It's hard
1: to <clears> tell <throat> where they, what, what, what their actual decision is. It's just people who are visible and doing stuff. But. Well,
0: you're credit as being cultural ambassador. Brian Kel- Kilia, Christina Andrioli, Colleen Hilferty, very good. Colleen never been on the show. Someone it would be nice to have on the show. Don Mancini, Edwin Rodriguez boxer. I, these boxers all may be impressive or all may not be impressive. I don't follow their careers enough to know. Erica Ghetto, who's still around the city of Worcester and doing stuff. Jen Carter, who is on the radio, so I, presumably mm-hmm. is still around, although it's a, medium. A remote. <laughs> it's a medium that I know nothing about. George and Jim Voyatskis. Jim Leary?
1: What I think it's interesting about this one in particular is that they put his age as 30. And I don't think from looking at that picture that Jim Leary was 30 years old when that photo was taken. He's from the future. Jonathan Coop, John Short, still doing his blues thing around
0: town. John Weaver, Kelly Shea, Kevin Wu, Mike Kerrigan, man, a lot of people. Mike Covino, this is in 2007 now. Rob Ruggieri, I keep having to switch hands because my hands are getting chafed. Scott Erb, you can tell him a white collar worker. Tiana Ta, model and actress. Tim McGurthy, has, has at least listened, I bet Tim McGurthy has listened to this show, once. I'm sure Tim wait listened Wilfred Labiosa. Steve Sewell, John LaHare There we go, it's 2000 2007, 2008, is it 28? It is 28 and 2008. Allison Alimo, Larry and Eddie Escobar, Four Years Strong, Karen Manson, Mike Salerno, Sylvia Cunha, the Reverend, the Good Reverend Marla D. Jenkins Jr., Greg Lisiotti, Lizette Cordiero, Emily Lindbeck, Paul Hernandez, Vicki Mariano, Matt Calamari, Derek Brindisi. Derek Brindisi is still around for the city doing health stuff. George Sakat, Lisa Wong, Mayor of Fitchburg. Yeah. What's she doing? This is a, what?
1: Well, I think it's the, the Pulse. I think 2008 is when the Pulse acknowledged that they had kind of spread out of Worcester proper. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of advertising mm-hmm. in uh, North County South County. Uh, so it became like Worcester County people to watch.
0: There you go. Anthony Romeo, Crystal Per... per- Perriello, Will D'Arcangelo, Michael Giliberto, Daniel Tift, and Joelle Valieri. I'm sorry, that I'm mispronouncing everyone's name. Dr. Kansra, Dr. Nandana Kansra, Evan Wondolowski, Quasi, Quasi Sarpong, Quasi is still around doing African stuff, so far as I know. I have not seen him in a few months. Um, at the African Radiant, other things like that. Chacha Connor, frequent panelist. Of the show, Chacha Connor, activist and artist, Nathan Colby. Tw- nine, in two thousand nine, <laughs> two thousand nine, they cut down to twelve people. This
1: is starting to sound like a memorial service, <laughs> I feel like a massive tragedy.
0: We should do what they say you know, at any kind of progressive thing because of uh, you know Central American uh, uh, massacres and whatever. They, there's always a lot of presente. <laughs> if we would do... Hobo
2: names Patrick
0: Spencer, presente. Yes, I have heard the hobo names recording. So the the, the, John, the names. Jonathan Colton, John <laughs> Hodgman thing. <laughs> Patrick Mad Dog Spencer, number 552. So Patrick in, in Spencer. 2009, in 2009, they went to uh, just 12 names. I think that this is because of something we've often talked about on this show, which is the sort of depopulation in Massachusetts of people
1: between the ages of uh, graduating college and uh, 35. There's only half as many people in this age range in in Worcester now between 2008 and 2009. It just—I don't know what happened. It just maybe they realized when it happened that it was a model that just didn't scale. Like at some point in time, they would have to be issuing basically a phone book, you know, with a one line. It would be like a Twitter blast about a person's bio, and yeah, it is a little too long. So we got Patrick Spencer. What is Patrick Spencer's
0: job? Oh, Patrick Spencer did stuff with, uh, um, he was the son of one of the uh, lost Worcester firefighters and is continuing uh, to uh, do work connected to this and other good community work. Chris Colabello of the Tornadoes, Amanda Pearlstein, student, Matt Schwachman, Shana Orchick, Colonel Booth, Eve Summer, Eve Summer with a photo. No, that's actually at City Hall. I was going to say it's this. Yeah, actually, it could it, be right here. It could be right here. I think it's a City Hall. Eve Summer, um, Joseph McGee. This is like the least exciting episode ever. Scott Zoback. Well, that's good. Scott Zoback should. He deserves being on this. Listen, he's now doing statewide political yeah. work with Harriet Chandler. That's kind of impressive. Joseph Corzini, and also frequent. Scott just frequent panelist on the show back when he cared about the show, the band I Rise. <laughs> oh, they're a really good band. Are they a good band? Yeah. Are they going to play at the VegFest?
2: I'm not sure. I was thinking about contacting them. They played at Step It Up, which is an environmental festival that we did a few years ago that will be very similar to the VegFest, but they're, yeah, they're a really great group of people. Are
1: they
0: an animal rights band?
2: They are. I mean, I'm not sure if they would be, call themselves an the animal rights band, but I know that a couple of their members are vegan
1: if you need to get in touch with them, their contact information is right here.
0: Awesome. <coughs> and, uh,
1: and who's oh, the last sorry. one on there? Uh, Christina? Christina. Uh, Oliver
0: Come on. the Oliveira. Okay. You can just drop out vowels and people's names <coughs> in Western. So here's 2010. We got we back down to 10 people. Even this is like the least ever. The least on record we've got Kristen Bates who owns a salon that specializes in waxing and lashes. Go bare. Yeah, I've actually got a gift certificate to go bare that was
1: given as a birthday present last year that I still haven't used. Are you going to get the lashes? No, I'm not going to get lashes, but I was thinking maybe for one of these episodes I could get like a Brazilian and you could, we could film it. You know, we'd have to do some creative blocking or whatnot. That sounds like
0: the pain, too painful of an episode. It
1: might be interesting and informative for Worcester residents to see how that process works.
0: We've got uh, Dante Camparetto, who, uh, I was talking to Dante about this a couple weeks ago, and I was like, why are we on this list? And he's like, yeah, why are we on this list? We're not really doing anything. But Dante, Cultural Commissioner, yep. as well as he's on the library board. Yeah. Just uh, yeah, named to the library board. That's and, a pretty big position. Yeah, and it's, I think I always think of the library board as being something which, like, if your grandparents were born in Worcester, you had a shot at being <laughs> on the library board. I mean, you know, board. or if you were yourself like 90 years old, you had a shot at being on the library board. That like I don't know somebody that's young, had mm-hmm. it. <clears at, throat> but there you go. Pretty good. There you go. Congratulations, Dante. Yeah, congratulations. Uh, and Dante's been on the show,
1: I think. If he hasn't been on the show, I've at least talked about him on the show, which is close enough. I mean, I think I've interviewed John Hay for segments <laughs> which were later put into the show. Um,
0: Dominic King, who is a uh, Marine who has created a um, statewide group for uh, Ira- veterans of the most recent Iraq War, Amy Lynn Chase of uh, of a uh, fashion fashion fame, never been on the show, possibly has watched the show. Myself, who is credited as for this for doing this podcast. So if the question of why people get on this list, the answer is if you put some videos of yourself on YouTube, you have a really good shot of getting <laughs> on, this, <laughs> being on this list. <laughs> this list, because it's Lester, ladies and gentlemen. You also
2: have a forthcoming book. Also I also have a book.
0: The, if, if people are curious about the book mentioned in there, that's uh, Salt for the Unsalted: More Sayings of the Snow Ghost, which I'm actually editing, uh, Bruce Russell's writing. But, but I'm it's still psyched about. I am really psyched about this book, and everyone I have talked to is super psyched about the the new Snow Ghost book. So don't undercut yourself, Mike. It has some wisdom about veganism, actually. Does so it? Which will be relative to you, Wonderful. relevant to you. We have Gina Migliazzi of Mass Concerts Metal Mass Concerts Metal Maven, so Gina of the uh, Palladium. So that's awesome that somebody from the Palladium is young and on the list. Uh, Je- Jeff Royds of New England GarageBands.com. Dominic Randolph, who's a Holy Cross guy who's going to be in the NFL draft. Wow. That's pretty awesome. Uh, Kaz Gamble.
2: Fits with your idea of... If you post YouTube videos of yourself, you might get on the list.
1: Kaz Gamble of Worcester Love. Of but also you know with Andrea Jamian for uh, the movie that Andrea made immediately after her uh, placement in here. Uh, whatever the, the, the new movie that's coming out. They just had a name change. <laughs> Boy in the Band. Year. Boy Band, yes. That's the two of them uh, working on that together. Yeah, and
0: uh, also he is now working with... Um, Dan Burke, they're doing a musical collaboration together. Really? Oh, yeah. I'm very, I loved, I love both these guys, so I'm very much looking forward to hearing this. Cola Akindaleg has been on the show. And uh, actually, I think, I don't know if Kaz, Kaz has been on the show or not, but Cola has been on the show. Cola, you know, a uh, young leader, ran for city council, didn't make it, but ran an impressive campaign.
1: Very impressive campaign, Yep.
0: And there you go. So I don't know what else to say about this, but um,
1: I guess that there's no real trend in the people who've been on this list. Uh, no real trend, but if you have either been on this show or you make something similar to this show, you have a good chance of ending up on the list at some point in time. That seems to be the two uh, trends.
0: I'll tell you the one, the one trend that actually that we see is you'll see that like on this cover, there's this thing about uh, kind of a somebody said this was slate, this kind of gray blue. This woman's shirt highlights mm. on this old shirt of mine, this dude's guitar, and some highlights on Dante's tie are all this kind of mm. dull turquoise color. Yeah. Otherwise, black and white. So it's black, white, and this color.
1: Was that photoshopping, or did you folks all get together and discuss what you were gonna wear? Ahead this of is time? the
0: actual. This is the actual color of this shirt. Interesting. This could have been photoshopped. And, you know.
1: This could have been photoshopped. It does oh. say
2: "Go Blue," though. So it no, it says "Go
1: Go Go Bear." Oh, Go okay. Bear. Go Bare. That's the waxing lady. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have that on a future episode.
0: <laughs> all right. So let's. You want to look at one more print publication? Sure. We go here. So let me tell you why I'm disappointed by Inside Worcester. I'm disappointed by Inside Worcester because when I look at the marketing materials here, I feel like I'm being sold something which is going to be kind of classy. It's going to be kind of uh, sophisticated. It's going to be kind of more in-depth writing. Uh, it says here that they aspire to have stories, columns, conjecture, cartoons, illustrations, photographs, poems, and creative writing, including short fiction that define New England's most interesting city in a fresh and compelling light. Mm-hmm. So I just want to only judge them by their own goals. That. Uh, this is first of all like so you can actually get this at Ben Franklin Box. if that people that want is to the big ragu by the way I want to see this it is the big ragu <laughs> from my friend Shirley Important to point out. Um, Famous Worcester resident. I don't know. I think it's just kind of ugly, and I think that, like, some of the, I mean, like, like Ken Ken Moynihan's article here is, like, an interesting,
1: you know, article. It's, he was always writing for the Telegram, like at, and he's one of the better writers there. So. You know, w- while I was holding it, it was, I was trying to think of what the the, um, the actual stock reminded me of, and now that you've seen you turn the pages, it, what it, it reminds me of is the old uh, programs that you used to get at Fenway Park. Oh, it really? reminds me of an old, like, baseball uh, program. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. It feels like like something when you first touch it is something that you want to keep forever and cherish, but after you've held it for five minutes, it feels like something that you want to throw away as quickly as possible.
0: Well, the problem is that it's, they don't, I mean, it's on this nice stock and it's all in full color, but you see all the pictures are tiny. Like this is maybe the largest picture in the whole issue. Like Mm -hmm. there's no full page pictures. There's no cartooning. You know these. Uh, you know these pictures are tiny, are teeny tiny pictures. They're just wasting this. The the the, the print is all in sans serif, which actually right. the Pulse does too, and so it's hard to <coughs> read. It's a little bit hard to read because of that. It's not it's not the most readable typeface. Um, you know, and I don't know. It just I mean it just feels kind of ugly and trashy to me. Like it's sort of con- the visual design is confused, and the content is just you know I mean it's like uh, you know like some of the articles are none of the articles are really edited. Everything is like kind of too long and too wordy. Um, you know, some of them, some of them go into some depth, which is nice. Um, Will you be purchasing again? No, oh. no, because you know, and the problem is that I sort of thought that, the, well, this this is maybe aspiring to be like the New Yorker of Worcester, but it's like <clears throat> I really think it's comparable to the In City Times. Like, it sure. still has the same, like it, it like it's comparable to the In City Times, except it's worse than the In City Times because the In City Times has the potential of being like. Something about how Rick Ru- Rick Rushton is like a monster on the level of Hitler or right. something. Like it could be something sort of a completely insane rant, or like or like a, a Jack Hoffman's you know five thousand word article on why it was unfair that he was uh, uh, convicted of selling counterfeit purses. Which <laughs> <laughs> is just my favorite Insane Times <laughs> article of all time. Like these are just massive crazy articles. Yeah. Like you're not going to get anything unpredictable here. I think that maybe the maybe the quality of the writing is a little bit of a step above overall, but maybe not. But then the subjects
1: are kind of similar, but and, being more polished and less crazy isn't necessarily a good thing if crazy is still your competition.
0: Well, the, so so the trouble is that I shouldn't even be t- like you know I shouldn't even be bringing up the N City Times like <laughs> like you I mean you should be in a totally different arena from the N City Times. not necessarily a higher or a lower one, just a different one. Like mm-hmm. I, when I look at when I look at what they aspire to, I don't think this is somebody who's trying to compete with the N City Times. as, like a sort of gritty, you know, like you know, the InCity times wins the InCity times space. I don't know exactly know what they're trying to do with this. Because right. it's not what they say they're trying to do, I don't
1: think. It just feels it just feels cheap to me, like looking at it, it just feels kind of cheap to me. This footer advertising is interesting on each page because it actually appears to as though they're putting banner advertising from the web into print. It's, yes. Uh, yeah, they're doing these 700 ban- uh, you know, banners and it's but there is no good reason for that right I mean that's something that fits online for a very specific reason due to screen size and you know whatever and
0: arguably it works terribly online
1: It arguably works terribly online but just just plopping them up here uh, I, I don't think works any better but.
0: anyway I don't mean to. I mean I, I, I don't mean to be you know like some, some things are I mean some of these articles are interesting this one about the, the local Hispanic dance company was like mm-hmm. that's like an interesting thing like again, I feel like the article needed to be half as long and have twice as much information. Um, and the photos need to be bigger and I don't know like I just don't feel like I guess I don't feel like uh, you know whenever I see this photo of, of the guy with the cigar and the fedora like mm-hmm. I don't imagine this guy this magazine being this guy mm-hmm. you know I don't this is not the kind of thing that you're gonna sit down with a cigar and like learn about you know some fascinating aspect of past or present Worcester or some real serious analysis you know anyway there's Inside Worcester. We just want to show
1: you that Inside Worcester
0: physically exists because we've talked
1: about it. Uh, uh, yeah, this is the first time I've seen it. Now, do we know if this 250 is that? Is that the 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 price that? You paid for it, or is that the actual cover price? I don't see a cover price on the cover <laughs> you know, that, that is stuck on there. That's and the so price
0: that I paid for it at Ben Franklin, and
1: this is a, this is the November slash December issue. So is there no like cover price, is, or is this maybe marked up because now it's a collector's issue and you know the, the, the new issue costs less? I,
0: this is the newest issue. This is the newest There's
1: thing. a holiday issue which is half as big as this, okay. and which seemed to be even less
0: interesting than this, so I bought this one instead. And I'm going to
1: guess that that one does not have the big ragu on the cover. It do does,
0: there's, no, there's, no, <laughs> there's no television stars from... If they put bygone years. on every
1: cover they would actually sell more copies
0: eddie mecca magazine
1: it doesn't have to be called eddie mecca magazine they just figure out a way to put him ragu weekly on the cover for every you know. no that's yeah i think he's probably the only famous worcesterite that 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 everybody in worcester knows that's like if you're into worcester lore like everybody knows the big ragu is from worcester you might not know that the you know first reading of the declaration of the Independence was in worcester but mm-hmm. big ragu you're definitely going to know that that, that that took place here
0: that's pretty cool yeah. that's pretty cool
1: well, there we are, using the power of the internet to read you magazines. <laughs> I have read a lot of, of print publications online, this is, but if you do, if you were to actually try and do this yourself out there, uh, you might find yourself on some sort of list of people to watch. So
0: there you go. You just,
2: you just saved everybody two fifty <laughs> by reading them. <laughs> reading them, don't buy.
1: Don't buy Inside. We inside Western News. We did yeah, four years of the Pulse and uh, one issue of. Uh, of inside Worcester we kept people from, from picking up. Five years of the Pulse. Five years of the Pulse. Six years of the Pulse.
0: Man. <laughs> I think it's six years <laughs> of the Pulse. Anyway well there we are for the show. So we're going to take a couple weeks off. I'm going to go down to DC. Brandon and Drew are going to do other things. Um, you know how to get a hold of us. Post some stuff to our Facebook. Post some st- you know, send us some emails or whatever. Tell us what we're doing wrong.
1: And, uh, Maybe it would be important just to throw out there that you know if President Obama was in fact watching the show, which is, I mean, it's it's possible. If, if you likely. do have the opportunity to shut down Guantanamo Bay within the next week or so, that would be excellent. So we could keep taping this, and Mike wouldn't have to go down to D.C. to ask you to, to close it. Also, we're going to be fasting for eleven days, so I should be I should be way I
0: should be much more a Brendan size of skinniness, and much less of myself size of skinniness. But you're always too tired to do a show when you're fasting. So I mean, it's. We'd like to keep you from having to do that. Anyway. We'd like to keep you here. You don't need to hear about my problems. Thanks for watching the show. We really appreciate it. We really appreciate your feedback. It's been some great feedback. And next week, a month from now, we'll be back and we'll have sort of a play. I don't know why I'm apologizing for this show. <laughs> if you've watched this far, you've probably enjoyed it. Thanks for watching, guys. Bye-bye. From Union Station, we are Mike Benedetti, Brendan Mellican, Drew Wilson.